I apologize for the last episode. Um, I was really freaked out. I'm so sorry. Uh, I tried to sleep last night and I just didn't get a good rest. I thought maybe if I spitballed here a little bit, maybe I could make sense of everything that happened. I just, I just need to do something to put my mind at rest. Uh, tonight I'm definitely going to get some sleep. Violet thinks that I should go to the police, but I don't think a receipt is something you can really go to the police for. She says it's better to be safe than sorry, but I I don't even know what I'd say or where I'd start if I went down to the police station. I spent all day looking at articles at work about Cassidy. Her name is Cassidy Sharp. There's a lot online about her. She actually lived maybe five miles from here. Violet and I know the bar she was walking home from, actually. It's called the Copper Place. She has brown hair, brown eyes. She is in her early 30s, about 5'3". She and I, we seem to have a lot in common. Police say they don't have any leads. There really aren't any witnesses besides the people in the bar that night. They never found her phone. So, you know, that's that's not a good sign. Her work was the first place to call the police when she hadn't come in. They hadn't heard from her. I thought maybe if Violet and I headed out to the Copper Place, we could ask some questions and maybe see what we could find out, you know. So Violet went with me, but I know she was reluctant. We did manage to speak to the bartender, but it was loud, and and he just shook his head when I asked him if he had worked the night Cassidy had gone missing. I mean, I don't even know if he heard my question properly, you know. Um, That place, it's, it's, it's crowded every night of the week, so you just, you never know. I feel like you never know who's gonna be in there. I dropped Violet off after that. She clearly wanted to go home. I think this whole thing is freaking her out a little bit more than it's freaking me out right now. But, you know, I couldn't just come back here and toss and turn. So I drove to Z's. Alex was there. The place was dead, as usual. I thought since he wasn't too busy, maybe he could help me figure out who sent the receipt. I asked him if there had been anyone else at Z's the last time I had been in, uh, anyone who drank whiskey. And he seemed to not really remember, and he actually just seemed sort of confused. He was probably really caught off guard. I asked him about the regulars, and he admitted that there were only a few, including me, and he had only just recently learned my name, so, you know, he's not going to know anybody else. Um, but I just, I got this thought, could, could it have been him? Could Alex, could, could he have sent me that receipt? But then why would you send something with your own name on it if you're trying to be anonymous? He also, he just doesn't seem like the type, you know, the the friendly neighborhood bartender. Just, I don't... I don't think he has problems meeting people or 
getting to know people. I don't know. But you, Violet says, I'm too trusting. But still, I just, I don't think he's responsible. That confused look on his face when I was asking him about the whiskey, just, I keep remembering it. it it's, it was real. It was genuine. But okay, the real reason I can't sleep and why I wanted to record something and, and talk this out is because I've been doing a lot of thinking and there is someone I know who has been to Z's, who knows where I live, who drinks whiskey, and that's Harris.